Thanks for listening to the Woodward Podcast Network. Check out more shows by searching for us on Spreaker or wherever you catch your podcasts. The Woodward Podcast Network with Krupka Dental Associates. Hello, this is Dr. John Krupka from Krupka Dental. We now have the Soleil Laser. You can have your fillings done without needles nor drills. We are a full-service dental office and always accepting new patients. To learn more about me and my friendly team, visit KrupkaDental.com. Attention, please. And now... It's Cutter's Rock Rockcast. It is Lee Katie from Pop Evil joining us once again. It's good to see you, my brother. How are you? Dude, it's great seeing you, man. Thanks for having me on, Cutter. Of course, man. Now, if I'd known you guys were going to be doing rehearsals in my hometown, I would have said, screw the Zoom, and i just show up. That's what I'm saying. I was kind of hoping, man, things would work out, but it is what it is. You know, getting back on the grind, I'm a little bit, I'm laxing. I, yeah. I owe you. I owe you. <laughs> no, that's all good, man. Are you, uh, yeah. okay, so for real, you are in my hometown right now, and you, I know you're at the uh, amazing new Epic Event Center, which is just down the street from Lambeau Field. Um, amazing. And you're in the basketball court, which I've not actually been in yet, so. Where else would I be, right? right. Where else would I be? You know, that used, to be a de- that used to be a department yeah. store. I think that the... The junior section was right there by the by the who? Dude, that's my section. That's my section. <laughs> there it is. <laughs> there you go, junior. A short lead singers. Short lead singers. <laughs> yeah, as lead singers go, you're not that short. In fact, uh, if you line up like all the that. lead singers, you're actually probably kind of giant. Uh, you know what? I'll take that as a compliment. Yes. I don't ever feel giant, so I'll take those wins when I can. <laughs> <laughs> as well, you should, man. Uh, yeah, Pop yeah. Evil, back getting ready, man. Back out on the road uh, after some. Yeah. Some layoffs and some yeah. moving around and craziness. All the craziness. Yeah. The live pop evil experience. It's always good to have that that back out there. Yeah, man, we're excited. It feels like there's been a definitely something missing in our personal lives. And we it was just great to see everybody today. It's our first mm-hmm. uh first day back in about a year. So, you know, it's uh it's 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 special. And I think that the longer you do it, the more that you appreciate just the gathering and those moments of the band family, like with you as well and just the people that we know and love. And, you know, since all this crazy uh, cancer shutdowns and, you know, pandemics all hit, it's been, it's been challenging for everyone individually and in their own way. And certainly for pop evil, we're excited to just be back to what we, we, uh, we know and love. It was crazy talking to Haley today. She goes, I got to remember how to play the drums. I'm like, I can remember how to sing, man. It's been so long. I've been doing everything else, but so it's been uh, nice to have a bit of a break, but I know we're all, we're all itching to get back to doing what we love. Nah, it's like a muscle. You just got to exercise it. Yeah, right. Exactly. I'm hoping um, we're going to find out in a couple hours when we get back on stage here. So, uh, you know, but I'm, I'm excited, you know, new music, like you said, and, you know, I've been grinding on this new record and, and, you know, been trying to take advantage of this off time, but it's, uh, it's been nice to kind of just, if we're going to be off, enjoy it, and recharge with family and friends and, uh, you know, get ready for this new, uh, this new push with new music. Well, you mentioned Haley. I want to actually, I'll go there right away. Haley being yeah. from the UK, I got to imagine mm-hmm. then there, there was, I mean, it's always a challenge when you have a member of, an, of a band who's in a different state, let alone a different country. Um, yeah. But during the pandemic, travel restrictions, not being able to, all of that. I mean, what kind of, I guess, stress did that put on you guys trying to, to do stuff, not just touring, but even writing? Yeah. It put, it put a ton of stress on us. I mean, we weren't able to do anything much of a phone call or a FaceTime, you know, but she's such a positive person. I know the band in general, we've all, 
been real positive and at a special place to just kind of be supportive. We all understand it's, it's like a team, right? Everyone has a different role and a different position, a different place and knowing how to use everyone for their strengths and get it dialed in. But mm-hmm. certainly when we did the last record in the heat of the pandemic, even shooting a music video, uh, the rest of us shot it in Michigan and then the others with uh, went to uh, the UK to shoot with Haley in, in, in London. So it was uh, definitely not fun to not be together. And again, I think when we did that, the, you know, work, the work, uh, the first uh, music video, we weren't even able to be together at all. So we had to do like a cartoon, you know, so it's different, you know, but now I know with Eye of the Storm, this new single, being able to be there for this video was the first time it felt like in years. And I guess it was when you think about it, but it was great to be, you know, with everyone, the energy, just seeing everyone's positivity, you know, Pop Evil has always been about being positive and Mm -hmm. trying to keep that clean, you know, exciting energy. And I think as you get older, just in life and your band grows, you just get more appreciative of those times you spend together. You know, when we were younger, it was just kind of about, oh yeah, when are we going home now it's when we're home when do we get to see everyone again when we're going back on the road so you know i think it's different for every band but it was certainly challenging with Haley being so far away and you know we weren't able to do much certainly writing was was a whole different animal and this whole this whole writing process these two albums have been just different you know oh god i bet uh, really quick too a, a quick shout out to Haley, and, and it's pride month and um I saw a, a picture of her. I loved the picture. It was her and, and her uh, and her lovely woman uh, on her Instagram the other day, and it just it made me yeah. smile just to see you could see the joy and happiness, and I loved it. Um, she's a she's a special human being. That one, you guys got lucky. Yeah, she really is. You know, we had the you know the the, the we had the uh, blessing to go out there to, to spend time with her in, in Europe there while she was able to kind of have that moment with her you know, with her significant other and her family. And, mm-hmm. and it was just great to be part of that and be able to support her, you know, that's awesome. usually when we're touring and whatnot, we would have had to push, she would have had to push that stuff all back, but we were able to get that done. And she was able to have that time with her family and her loved ones. And it was just a, it was a special weekend, you know, I'll let yeah. her kind of speak with any details. I mean, I know band members are private with their stuff, so yep, I'll let her kind of tell you one day about what she wants to say, but um, it was, it was awesome. I was just grateful to be there. And, you know, it was just, uh, it was really special, man. So on, cool, on, a, man. on a personal people level, it was great because she really truly is a, a special human being and she's so kind and always great to see her happy. Uh, speaking of people. So uh, talk to me about bass players. Yeah. Um, who's, well, uh, who's, you know, right now, who's officially yeah, playing with you guys now? Joey Walser. Uh, it Joey is Joey. Chicago okay. From, yeah. From Egypt central and devour the day. He's uh, just been, just been, it just was a natural fit. You know, Joey brought us on our first tour. Actually, I think those first shows started in Wisconsin. So with Egypt Central. They did. I don't know. Some, some a-hole from Green Bay, Wisconsin booked you guys. I yeah, I think you remember that guy very well. I think you yeah. remember that handsome fellow, right? <laughs> so just put it this, and I know these are stories we've always told, but yeah. it's like yeah. th- those, yeah. are, those are the shows where you, yeah. remember, you remember when they was, started, but you may not yeah. remember when they ended. <laughs> I was hoping you were going to remember because I was like, look, you're part of you're part of this new bass edition, right? Because it goes back to, you know, when you and me first met. And it Absolutely. just it just felt good to just again, he's a phenomenal bass player. Let's let's not state the obvious. That's right. the big reason. But you know, from a personal level, it was just great to play with uh, a brother, you know, and, mm-hmm. and uh, you were certainly there on those early days to see those relationships kind of get forged. I mean, we forged that relationship together with you then as well. So it's just awesome. You know, we, we kind of tried it during the pandemic, the last tour season last summer, and it was just great. And we're just going to see where it goes. You know, no pressure. He's got a lot of stuff going on with his yeah. other projects and whatnot, but um, he's been very humble to, uh, you know, to accept pop evil as a part of him and we'll see where it goes, you know, but so far so good. Joey's amazing. He's an incredible talent and he's uh, certainly a very, very close brother of mine and, and uh, we're blessed to have him. Yeah. Such a talented dude. Uh, and I yeah. was, I was excited when I saw that 
first pop yeah. up. I'm like, oh, you couldn't. I loved Matt, but yeah, I'm like, you couldn't think. If you were to create somebody out of thin air, I don't know that I could have thought of anybody better than Joey Chicago. <laughs> no, it, it was crazy when his name came up. I'm like, he'll, I don't know if Joey's going to do it, you know, like, because he's just so busy. You know, we reached out and he was just certainly so excited to kind of come on board and to just, yeah. he already knows, respects the music. He see, he, we played together. We've seen each other. We've hung out so many times over the years. And it just was really, really, um, it was humbling to see how, how much he respected the old catalog and how, how we embraced it. And, mm-hmm. you know, now, now this, this, this whole tour, we're even more excited because he's even more of a part of the band now. So it's just, uh, he'll always be, whether he's here forever or whether he's here for a short time, you know, he'll always be a part of the pop people family now differently. And, uh, you know, we're just grateful. We're just, uh, again, I think with this, with this touring animal, that is this new era of touring in a pandemic or post pandemic, however we want to call it is, uh, is different for all of us. So we're just kind of seeing how this pans out for us, band and how it pans out for you know us as individuals with our yeah. families and our personal lives so you know again we're just grateful and we're going to just be um you know we're just going to try to maximize that opportunity while we're together jamming and see where it goes so so far it's go. been incredible and he's been an awesome addition i have the storm which of course is the uh new song the uh latest single from pop evil yet another one doing extremely well because that seems to be what pop evil does it's like oh you, you need a killer rock song it's gonna be on the radio charts for a couple of months here you go just on a platter. Um, Eye of the Storm, though, is one of the heaviest pop evil songs. Um, maybe not of all time, obviously, but definitely in the mainstream sense. Um, there's some aggression you guys are getting out on this tune. Yeah, I mean, I think all this new stuff, this new album, I think is going to either shock or surprise or, or certainly you know, be exciting for a lot of pop evil fans. It's the heaviest yeah. album, without a doubt. I think you saw that transition into Versatile. And now that, you know, it's just kind of, it's kind of finding who you are and what, you know, where the players that are there, what we want to play, you know, and I think that when Onyx was there and you see a lot of, I've seen a lot of, um, you know, comments over the years from fans that Onyx is a lot of their favorite album and had trenches, deal with the devil, torn to pieces. Like well, that. yeah, that was the one, right? I mean, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's that the one with all, the, with all the number one songs on it and right. for good reason. Right. So, you know, and shortly after that, my dad had passed. So, you know, I was in a dark place. So when Footsteps was written, I think that was the fourth album, I was just tired of being in a dark spot. I wanted right. to kind of be more uplifting and positive personally. But now there's that that anger and aggression that I think is there again, just from the fact that, you know, we haven't played, um, certainly not aimed at any individuals or people. It's just more just kind of just where you're at in your career. Just like, hey, man, it's time to remind people that we have been here a long time. And, you know, I think that comes out and, and uh you saw a little bit of that on the last album, the Versal album, and you're seeing, you know, more of that on this this album. It's it's just beast, you know. And I, the storm was kind of the song that kind of catapulted that, you know. And when we started, I think last November, I just got in the studio, and again, we all write differently, you know. And the, the band doesn't really write lyrics, so once the lyrics are kind of done, then we kind of go from there. And this one just. I think it was just, and again, you don't set out necessarily to write songs. They just kind of come out. You shut your eyes and see what comes out. At least that's yeah. what I do. And, um, you know, I, the storm, I remember the the hook didn't come out till I want to say fourth quarter, you know, we had this chorus and we had it written, but the concept wasn't, it wasn't really, you know, nailed. We're like, I don't know. And then literally, I think that, you know, uh, later in the back half of doing the demo, I remember, boom, I, the storm, my God. And it's, sometimes when, when, the great songs, at least I feel, happen. They just happen so naturally. You know, you don't yeah. have to overthink it. You know, and sometimes with songs that you're thinking about so hard and goes on and on and on, and you still can't get that word or that phrase or that concept. You know, sometimes you just got to put those up and go to a different song. You know, but I had a storm. It's just, 
it just it just kept oozing and every session kept getting bigger and bigger and i remember you know showing the demo to the band and of course they all flipped and they were like look this is what's wrong with this and, and actually i think we were talking around christmas time because the tours were all set for this year we were talking about maybe a fourth single and uh got the calls from management and the label that you know, let's skip the fourth single. Let's just go right into the storm. And of course we were excited. The bad news for me is I had to go recut vocals. I think I had to leave Christmas uh, the day after Christmas. So, so much for my holiday, but you know, it's paying off now to be able to have it done and out. And uh, I'm telling you the rest of the record is, is, is awesome. So from a pop evil perspective, it's all about being better than your last album and your last music. It's really, that's the, even though it's a competitive business, it's always been more competitive against ourselves and myself personally. And I think this blows. And again, I hate saying it because every, Every artist says, especially every frontman says that about their new stuff. But honestly, I feel that this is, uh, it definitely feels like, you know, we're one step closer to, you know, finding ourselves and, and, and you know, really creating that signature pop evil sound that, you know, Waking Lions and Breathe Again have all helped kind of, you know, step us in that direction. And being able to be heavier is, um, you know, radio, and you'll know this because, you know, you've been involved with radio for, for, for so many years that it's, it's gotten heavier now. You know, like years ago, I the Storm might not have gotten you know, this kind of love on radio and, and the, the fact that, you know, metal influence rock can, can be, or melodic, or however they call it now can, can be embraced by radio. It's, it's an exciting time to uh, be heavy and, and to, uh, you know, to play rock and metal. So it's just, uh, it's crazy, man. You, you never know how these songs are going to go when you drop them, but certainly from our perspective, we were stoked about this one and, uh, you know, can't wait to finally play it. It's an interesting point, point you bring up Lee, because I, I feel like it, it obviously goes in spurts, right? I mean, if you go back, um, and until like when I got my start in the early 2000s, late 90s, I mean, it's it was uh, there was some real heavy stuff coming out in the world of new metal and and yeah. how popular bands like Corn and, you know, even some of the heavier Biscuit and things like that were disturbed and such um, to see all of that sort of transpire. But then it did. It got softer for a while. And I know everything goes in spurts and all that. But when you have when people's ears are more open minded. Because I, I think at the end of the day, right, that's what it is. It's not, okay, here's this acoustic ballad, but hey, if it's good, it's good. Here's this uh, blistering, you know, <laughs> Fear Factory style, you know, double yeah. bass drum Slayer riff. Um, right. And uh, also, yeah, that's a good song, though, so I'm open-minded to listening to it. I feel right. like when that happens, when that cycle happens and, and the heavier stuff is allowed in again, um, it opens up a lot of creativity portals that maybe uh, weren't there when everybody's trying to sort of dial into a certain thing. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And instead, just letting the artist be the artist. Yeah, I mean, and I think there's another thing that just from playing, I mean, you think about when we started too, and you, you know, those first shows that you helped book, 
the 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 touring festival season has changed. You know, oh, one hundred percent. They didn't. Well, it didn't exist then. That's, that's it, right. Exactly. It. You know. So now it's there's an, there's almost like how I how I explain it to myself is there's there's an outlet now for energy differently than it was, and there's something about heavy or you know, a, a, a music that, that has an energy to it that softer music doesn't quite have, you know? Mm -hmm. So people want to have that experience from these festivals and take it home. And there's certainly uh, a huge community of people that go to shows, go to live shows. They buy the t-shirts, they buy the CDs. They still buy CDs because they want to open it. They want it, something tangible in their hand that right. they can smell, own it. open, look at, look at the words because it's just, there's something cool and very nostalgic about that. So, you know, when you have that energy in your car, you know, when you're going to work, there's just something said about that and, and when we're where rock and, and metal are because we need each other. You know, when you think about these festivals, there's a lot of metal core, metal, rock bands all infused in one. You know, there's not as many opportunities for us. So we got to share them together. You know, so right. you're seeing this infusion of bands coming together. You're seeing this collaborations of different artists that are teaming up because there's a respect that we each have for each other. Um, things that other singers' voices that they're doing that maybe my voice isn't doing that you're like, wow, you know, I want to see how you sound on something that we play or I want to see how you sound on something that, that we're playing, you know? So it's, it's a, there's a different kind of a community, I think, that's starting mm -hmm. to take shape. And I don't know how big or, or, or in, in depth we're into it at the moment or are we just, you know, on the, on the cusp of it, you know? So it's, um, it's exciting. I think radio is there too, you know? Like, like you said, it does come in spurts. But I think this is, you know, hope to hope to think that, you know, sounds like God's storm. We're doing our part to just keep, create opportunities for other bands to come up there and, um, you know, take elements of old school, but also be growing to, to find new ways to infuse whatever your style is at. Because, you know, at our level, what really can be done that's new. There's so much that's already been done. Finding something totally new and different is, is very, very challenging. And not that it's impossible, but, you know, we're, 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 we're living in an age as musicians where, you know, so many greats have come before us. It's not easy to do something that isn't already, you don't just get judged by all oh, that sounds like this band or that band, you know? Right. So, and you as a writer yourself and, you know, as a performer in your band, you know, that you're trying to come up with something original and different is very, very tough, you know? Oh, so it's, it's, uh, yeah, it's, really it's, it's, about, <laughs> it's about pushing yourself, you know, and taking the, the licks, so to speak, you know, when you drop something, you feels great. And the fan base hates you for that song or doesn't like it, but, the thing I like about rock and metal fans is there's still there's still a love there. I mean, even if they're hating you or they're not, it's almost like that tough love from dad that never told you he loved you. They're still there for you. <laughs> you know, they, they might be talking the smack behind your back a little bit, but deep down they're like, so I, I, I don't mind that band. I mean, I don't hate it. You know, so it's yeah. our job to, as artists, to win those people over and prove to them that, you know, we are taking it on the chin. We are listening and we are trying to come back to make music that, at least from a pop people's perspective, can can be positive. You know, in a world that's got so much negative towards it, we're certainly trying to make you move and mosh pit and, and you know, get crazy at a show. But at the same time, we're trying to leave you lyrically with something positive that can, you know, just, just speak the language of, of someone who's listening to guitars that can go, I understand that Hallmark card not this one. I understand that. Now I can, now I can relate. Now I can, you know, uh, be somewhat comforted the fact that like that guy's like me and he's going through what I'm going through. I like that. You know? And I think that as I've gotten older, as a writer, as a frontman, having those opportunities to really help the one or two people means more to me. Like in the early days, nah, I wanted to help thousands nah, 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 or, or hundreds of thousands. Right. But now it's just about the one or two people, man, if that's going to work and that's, that's where my calling is. And I'm okay with that. Yeah, You know, and write songs that start with our own, like I, the storm started by helping me, giving me motivation to get through this tough time. And when you can share something that helped you, 
it makes it even that much more worthwhile. And I think why that's why this album that we have coming is even is even going to be uh, hopefully connected in in, a, in in an even deeper way to our fans because it's just it was deeper for me writing it and I was showing more personal side. So it's definitely um, I'm definitely excited, you know, for the future and next year to get this stuff out. And uh, at the same time, excited to see where I the storm goes. It's already I think top ten or something like that. Seven weeks, so it's just. Uh, I'm just extremely grateful for such great fans and to be a part of this rock community and, and uh, this radio community as well. To just just keep pushing, man. It just challenges me to just it inspires me to just keep getting in there and, and uh, keep being better and keep uh, making more memories with you, man. Here in Wisconsin, for sure. <laughs> well, and we'll we'll dive further when the, when you guys actually announce the record and, and right up to the uh, release of it. You know, we'll, we'll dive further into the actual songs that are on it, like we always do. But um, I am curious though because there are some. Uh, even on versatile, right? And and I know we talked about this um, privately once, but um, how much? Because in 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 modern rock and in heavy music, especially, right? There's been an influx of using electronics, not as a this is what we do, but as another sort of sound and instrumentation into what yeah. you already do. Um, and how much how much has Pop Evil started to do that? Because you can hear some things here and there. Um, and I'm yeah, curious exactly. to know how much you guys have done with that. Yeah. I mean, there's, there's a lot of el electronic elements that I think are just, I mean, it's kind of like a modern sound. It's a modern tone now, you know, it's just right. kind of, um, again, we don't set out to have, Hey, we're going to have this in the song or that in the song. We kind of, as the song gets developed, you know, especially when you're making an album, you, you figure out moments in the album that, that are missing, you know? And I think a big thing to factor into that for pop evil is what elements in our live show, uh, uh, can we can we add musically to entertain you? You know, when you have a catalog and we've been blessed to have, you know, hit songs at radio and songs that people are familiar with. And most importantly, we've got nostalgia, you know, where these songs have been a part of people's lives now for 20 plus years, where it's like, look, 155 people come literally to hear that song. And even though the band is a totally different band than when we wrote uh, 155, we still play that song and try to respect those fans that are hearing that for the first time, hearing us play it for the first time live, you know, that we want them to get that that very stripped down old school uh, Detroit Motown uh, kind of classic rock vibe that we, we were when we wrote that song, you know I mean? That was, yeah. what was it? 2099 when we wrote that song. No, maybe it was 2005 actually. And then, you know, recutting that, you know, literally with saving money from Best Buy, working the side gigs and driving down while the producers were doing Kid Rock's Rock and Roll Jesus album, trying to like get in any spare time we had to get, yeah. get stuff cut. That's what it sounded like, you know? And I think sometimes people forget the modern day rock band, metal band, has doesn't have the million dollar budgets to go in a studio and play, write 20 songs and pick the best 10. It's pretty much like when you do, when you do an album, when you do an album, um, there's Haley right now because she can say, "Hey, she can say they're coming. They're coming to play basketball." So I'll go. I'll, I'll go out here for a minute. But um, you know, it's um, you know, it's it's one of those things, man. Where you know you're you, you grow, man. You kind of create this different this different energy. Obviously, with us two band members come and go, things change. So you know, you you have a different you know passion. You're, you're dealing with different sounds. You're trying to uh, never stay still. So I think sometimes, you know, electronics and different elements coming in, uh, you know, the technology's changed too. You know, mm -hmm. I mean, you think about when we first started to uh, record or, you know, record on Pro Tools or on the 8-tracks in our cribs. Now there's just so much technology that makes it so much easier to, and more fun. You know, at the end of the day, I think too, at least for me, I've always forgotten that the fun element about this. It was always so stressful getting in the studio and we literally needed to make records just to get 
you know, to, to get to tour, to get paid, to pay our bills, you know, but now it's like, look, we don't have to stress that stuff. Like if we go home tomorrow, we go home tomorrow. Let's make music that, that we enjoy. Let's make music that's fun. Yeah. And, uh, you know, and hopefully that by doing that, it'll translate to our fan base that like, look, this band is actually having fun. Cause you know, when you think about those bands that we all love that we go see, there's an element of like, wow, I want to be like those guys. Cause they're having so much fun. I, I want to quit my job and do that, you know? Yeah. So I think that for pop evil, certainly for me in the studio and, you know, when we're talking about our live show, that is definitely a big part of, you know, what we're trying to do personally to just enjoy that trip, not worry about the things you can't control, like the fan base or if the band's growing fast enough or slow enough, however you want it. It's just, I think that gets back to your question. That's kind of the big, the big answer is we're not, if, if the song needs some electronics or whatever it is, we, we, we dabble, you know, and not afraid to try, always try new things, you know, what's that doing to your vocals? That, does that sound cool? Stack it. No, no. Keep it solo. Like with that dude, what's that raw? Let's keep it. What your voice crap, keep that in there. You know what I mean? Like there's so many different things you're going back and forth to try that just when you have the hit songs that we've had, how do we make something different? That's going to make someone more interested when they come to that live show to be like, wow, I haven't seen that before. These guys, and you know, great bands like, you know, we're doing with Shinedown, we're doing with Daughtry. They all do the same kind of thing. So you watch, you watch great bands ahead of you that are further along in their career. And you're like, well, what are those guys doing? So you're studying, you're always studying. Actually, you know, you're studying the younger bands, to be honest, because those younger bands are coming up with reckless mentality. They don't even care. They're just ready to just be stoked to be out there. It's so hard yeah. to, be abandoned tour these days you see so much of these young bands that are coming up with so much positive energy and excitement that it's hard to not be you know infectious we got oxymorons and zillion on this upcoming tour and those guys are just so so great and their energy is contagious so you know being around them seeing their excitement it it, it kind of wears off the last tour um that led up to this album was 0936 seeing his energy and his excitement for what he does his love kind of rekindles yours to be like yeah we do have a great job this is awesome let's get out and get after it and we really chased it on this album man i mean i'm really excited you know we're mixing it as we speak and you know hopefully it'll be out soon but i have a storm awesome. incredible yeah well dude <laughs> you, you brought a memory back in my head right about 15 yeah. years old and buying my first uh Tascam four track recorder. Dude, you know, the, I mean, you know, the yes. beauty, the beautiful thing is though, and I, this is what I love about the electronic aspect. And I don't even necessarily mean the music. I, and I think once you get into electronics, it just everything sort of just starts rolling together. But right. is the ability right. to be able to record at an almost professional level or even a professional level pretty much anywhere. Um, if you right. know your sounds, you know your what you're doing, you can kind of pull it off. Um, but it has allowed, you know, you mentioned the younger bands. I, I feel like it's allowed that hunger of, screw it. Yeah, we wrote some songs, and they're cool, and I don't care where you get them, and I don't care if you stream them on Amazon or Spotify. I don't care if you listen to them on the radio. I don't care if you're buying them at a CD or on CD at an independent record store somewhere in mid-America. It's cool. You like this song? We're going to go tour behind it. Like, that aspect, that to me feels fresh and fun that that fun factor for that you know what i mean i love that and i've sat where you sat in that building now numerous times and and have watched the same like young bands come through there and it's just like oh my god that's so cool and i love that you're right dude it, it's inspiring to see not just as a musician but as a fan yeah it's it's it's, it's comforting in a way man it's comfy because it knows that the hard work that we put in at least in our career that that it's it stands for something because it's when you do it as long as we both have, um, you know, the days turn into each other, the next single, the next album, everything about this business is the next, the next. Yeah. You, you, oh, always. 
forget about the work you put in six months ago, let alone, you know, six, seven years ago. So it is, you know, seeing those little, those little victories for others. Sometimes, like you said, with those other young bands, it reminds you that like, Hey, yeah, we were there too, you know, putting those time. We know what it felt like to, you know, be scared that we were going to go paycheck to paycheck. We know what it felt like to eat bloody sandwiches at Walmart. You know, like it just, it's a, it's a grind, man. And, and that's what makes, you know, choosing to be in a rock band or a metal band. So, so fulfilling. It's not so much the money or the success or the fame. It's the, it's those little victories, man, that just keep your band climbing and keep you working and uh, trying to write that music that, that, that makes you excited. Cause at the end of the oh, day, yeah. man, if you're not about that music on stage, you know, how can you expect those fans to do the same? You know? It's that music that hits you right here. That hits you in the soul. That's the right. important stuff. And that's the stuff that makes you smile. And it doesn't matter if you're playing it in front of 10 people or 10,000 people or if, yeah you know, a million people bought your record or a hundred did. It's, it's, uh, it's that feeling, man. Lee, uh, I'll let you go. We've been, we could go on and on and on forever, but, um, let's do this after you announce the record and we'll go through the record again and get a good album preview in like we always do. And it'll be awesome. I'm a little bummed cause I'm normally used to playing you all the demos before everyone else. I'm used to- <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> a chance there's still a chance you know <laughs> there is well again if i would have known you were going to be there i mean i would have got on my bike and taken a quick ride up to uh up to green bay and hung out but uh, all good those other shows for sure well i definitely i definitely miss you brother i'm glad i got to talk to you anything you need just call me and uh thanks so much for all the help on either storm and spinning it and uh can't wait to see you live man for sure absolutely Lee katie of pop evil it's always a pleasure my friend for sure brother we'll talk soon Cutter's Rockcast. Don't forget to tune in. Exactly. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com podcast. That's Indeed.com podcast. Terms and conditions apply.